0: Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, and then we talk about it. And uh, my name is Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? It is going so well. It seems like our delay issue is resolved from the last two weeks, which I appreciate. How are you doing? (laughs) uh it's good as soon as i said hey hey, things seem to be going better i knew it was like wait for it jason don't try to don't worry he's he's a dad he knows jeremy's doing a thing uh (laughs) that's good i'm glad that
1: makes it a a little a little like
0: more conversational yeah instead of wondering like i say something and then did jeremy die (laughs) wow i'm a worst case scenario thinker it's good. It's good. Uh, not to be too
1: too nerdy about it, but you you watch The Expanse. I'm 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 watching it for the first time. Yeah. Can and I in, just say it,
0: just real quick. I just thought yeah. of something super funny. I, we're talking about The Expanse, but uh-huh. if you died recording a podcast, we would know exactly what your last words were. <laughs> good. Uh, well, now now not that I'm going to be any more you know
1: self conscious about what I say. Thanks for that thought in the back of my head. Sorry. I love I just, you, babe. <laughs> and then you died I'm going to, it's gonna be my, my it's gonna be my my command s is from now on it's like as soon as there's a positive levitary that's my wife so that way my last words are always gonna be yes
0: mine'll be invest in <laughs> what was it what what i've seen the future oh no
1: uh, was it was it crypto was matt damon right
0: no, no. <laughs> Very rarely was Matt Damon right, oh. other than to enforce Skylaw. Um, you were mentioning the Expanse. Speaking oh, of Skylaw.
1: yeah, there's no, yeah, no, there's not a really funny joke, but I just thought I was we were watching it and there was a delay this, um, one of the, the characters is talking to her husband who's off planet and they're, or they're separated and there's like a, a 30 second delay or something like that. And they're talking over each other. And at first it was really funny. Cause I was like, Oh, this is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. There you go. So How far are you it. in that? Watch, show? Watch the expanse people. Um, uh, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, so we just, we're, we're in season two. Okay. Yeah. It's good. It, it is really good, I
0: think. I think it's good. No, I mean, like, I know mm. it's good, but in my opinion, it is good as well. Yeah, I'm remembering now the stuff you're talking about, and it's, yeah. it, that was actually compelling. Yeah, there's a there's a Martian defector, and I mean, spoilers, yeah. but I won't
1: say anything. Yeah, that's where we're at. So, anyway. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. How's the, how's the, how's the
0: weather over there? Because we can't get started without a weather update. Oh, right. True. Uh, Today is sunny and cold, and Same I... Here. Uh, Yeah, I had to scrape my windshield to take my daughter to school for a half day. Mm. Um, So it feels like just wasted effort on a half day of school. So, yeah, sunny, cold, uh, the uh, Tuesday chance of mixed snow and rain. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we'll see. All right. We'll see. Uh, Jeremy, uh, today we are talking about season five, episode two, The Soda tax. But before we jump into that, we have an email. Last week, we asked our listeners to tell us their favorite Sinbad movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> uh, I, can't so... believe, I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> Dang it. Because uh, Andy was talking about the White House, which is yes. famously where Sinbad lived in First Kid. <laughs> so, um, So listener Matt emailed uh and the, the subject line when it showed up in my inbox was sinbad <laughs> and i was like why did matt send me this <laughs> and then i remembered yeah. oh right we asked people to send us this i um, think
1: that, that's what i'm talking about as far as sinbad's career i think that's just what it was it's was like oh yeah sinbad
0: yeah yeah um so uh matt says jingle all the way gets my vote for favorite movie because it's the only sinbad movie i've seen multiple times Uh, in the last 15 years, my secondary vote goes to the time he played himself as a mental patient alongside matchbox twenties, Rob Thomas on an episode of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Third vote goes to Shazam, which I clearly only remember because I'm from another timeline. (laughs) Um, so, uh, which is such a great joke. (laughs) Funny listener, if you are like listener, Matt, like you fell through a wormhole into this, this timeline. And you remember a movie called Shazam with Sinbad. You are living in what we call the Mandela effect, where you believe a thing that never happened. Um, And you may be confusing it with a movie with Shaquille O'Neal called Kazam, where Shaquille O'Neal played a genie. Um, But uh, yeah, there's so many people who believe that Shazam starring Sinbad is a real thing. And uh, I, I love this, this universe that we're in where it's not a real thing. Um, Matt goes on to say, still loving the show. Even all the tangents, looking forward to when you guys tackle more series in the future because this is a part of a longer project that we are, are working through the, uh, the Michael Schur universe. And so started with Parks and Rec, but that includes The Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, The Good Place, maybe even Rutherford Falls if we get around to it. I should watch that then. Maybe (laughs) it's fine. Spoilers. We might not get to it. You know uh, what's uh, the best part of that show is the the gentleman who runs the casino. He's great. I've seen zero episodes. Yeah, he's great in everything I've seen him in. I cannot remember his name because I'm terrible. But uh, yeah, he's just such a great actor. And he's so like dry comedically it's it's wonderful so ed helms plays andy bernard and everything so sure that's not super great but yeah um anyway that was our list our listener email for today and hey, thank, uh, listener thanks uh, you, matt matt we appreciate it uh listener if you want to chime in on any other of the movie that sinbad has been in um that we have not mentioned then please um <laughs> or any movies he hasn't been in yeah what's your favorite movie that, that Sinbad hasn't been in really opens up the conversation now casablanca yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie uh yeah i would love to, oh my goodness who do i talk to in the sinbad universe i would love for him to go back and just remake classic movies <laughs>
1: Now, do you want him to be like the main character or just yes. an Eddie Murphy
0: situation where he plays like different, like all of the characters? I want him to deep fake himself into, I don't know what deep fakes are, uh, to deep fake himself into every movie. Uh, uh, like gone, gone with Sinbad and Gone with the Wind. As the Scarlett O'Hara. <laughs> Sinbad in Citizen Kane. Yes, as Rosebud. As Rose,
1: the, as <laughs> the, sled, the sled, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would be a worthwhile project. So Sinbad do,
1: in Cars.
0: Uh, yes he could, be all, he could be all the cars just just really bad like deep fake faces of sinbad's face on all of the cars yes yeah i think i think this is something that america can get behind so vote for me 2024 i will i will get sinbad on my security detail to protect my children first kid and a second kid and then i'm I'll looking say, up
1: how to deep fake stuff
0: <laughs> you're gonna get some interesting calls from the nsa so just be careful um, so if you, uh, listener, have some movies that you like, <laughs> which then has not been in, but maybe he could be someday if this campaign gets going, <laughs> um, email us parksandconversation at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Uh, and with all that said, let's jump into the episode proper because, uh, this episode is, I, I, I enjoy this episode. There are mm-hmm. funny things in the, in all three of the plots. Um, but there are things in Ben. Ben's plot in particular that I say all the time just as like exclamations of joy. And so I uh this is probably one of the most formative episodes for me uh as a person. So today on a very special parks and conversation. Um yeah, so there's three main plots the the, the main thing is the the driver for the overall arc is Leslie is getting ready for her first council Vote, and she has proposed a soda tax on uh, Pawnee to help fight against childhood obesity. And so she runs into trouble in that. Uh, Andy wants to get in shape to become a police officer. And he needs to get the physical conditioning squared away. And uh, so Chris and Tom are going to hype him up. And then Ben is in D.C. and he's running into some trouble. In his office, managing people, um, and sometimes the most difficult people are the closest to you. Mm. Yeah, we all learned something today. So let's start with the biggest bummer of the three. Let's start with Leslie's story. Um, (laughs) um, It's funny, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, this is Leslie doing government work. Which, if you said, I'd like to do a comedy about government work, doesn't sound very funny. And this is an example where it's like, yeah, there's a lot of this, a lot of, a lot of this. So um, so it starts with Leslie and Ann in the courtyard going over this, the results of the study on diabetes in Pawnee. And Anne brought a prop, uh, which is a, a giant container of sugar that the average uh, pon, um, Pawnee child consumes from soda every month. And it's a lot of sugar. And it's like, one of those clear like, you know, containers. Possible impossible amount of sugar. Yeah. And uh, Leslie is like impressed with the, the visual. And as she's talking about how gr- this is like gross, that this much sugar is being consumed, she's also licking her finger and putting it in the sugar to <laughs> consume sugar. And she's like, what did you put in this sugar? It's so good. <laughs> um, and then it goes to the talking hat, uh, head to- uh, talking about this proposed uh, tax on sugar. Um, And I love the the names of the restaurants that she's trying to convince that to try to be healthier for uh, Pawnee citizens. Um, And uh, we've got Ponch Burger, Big and Wide, The Fat Sack, (laughs) Colonel Plum's Slop Trough, which was formerly Sioux Salad until we ran that out of town. (laughs) (laughs) Which, (laughs) finally... Sue salad has been a blight on this town for too long but um, let's but let's tax the soda because that's not
1: right. that's that's unhealthy
0: yeah so um yeah so then ron shows up with a bag of paunch burger a giant soda um and essentially <laughs> is like look listen you're trying to babysit everybody but i'm an american citizen so i'm gonna get all this stuff i'm gonna eat it all um and then a, a, a number two double bacon
1: grenade deluxe
0: <laughs> yes. hash
1: browns and an egg well, it's hash browns,
0: chili cheese fries, and one poached egg, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like,
1: ugh,
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and also sixty four ounces of Sweetums Sugar Splash, and um, yeah, so he's, you know, trying to show Leslie like I'm going to do this, and you're taxing my freedoms essentially, um, so, so yeah, so he is uh, basically saying uh, in his way of, like saying, don't do this. Uh, but then Leslie's like, despite our differences, I need to thank you um, for all that you've done. You hired me. You've supported me. How can I ever repay you? And Ron's like, <laughs> drinking the soda. And you get the last little straw sounds and like, get me a refill. And uh, which is funny to me that Leslie never does that. She never gets it for him. Um, so then we get to Leslie meeting with Catherine, who is a lobbyist for big, burger in their town i guess um and uh big punch punch. big punch punch. (laughs) um yeah and so they're trying to talk to her about this tax um and uh they start with the small size which is a whopping 64 ounces uh and uh, and Catherine's like yeah it's a, a great deal for the consumer um are we putting bargains on trial and and it, and let's say like, how can you call this a small? And and then Kevin says, well, there is a smaller size for those consumers. It's called the little swallow, and it's like <laughs> basically what the dentist gives you—a size cup to rinse out uh, with um, mouthwash. You know, it's that little tiny cup. Uh, and she's like, does anybody buy that? And some girls buy them for their dollhouses. <laughs> so, um, and uh, and she's like, why would you buy something so small? With just for a nickel, you can get sixty-four ounces. I mean, this is the deal. We're trying to. Uh, make money and then um, they also have a 120 ounce option as Leslie points out other people call it a gallon Um, (laughs) and then there's a 512 ounce version that they call child size and let's say how's this child size and uh, this is one of my favorite jokes (laughs) in all of Parks and Rec Uh, it's roughly the size of a two year old child if the child were liquefied
1: which when you think about it is pretty gruesome
0: it's disgusting but it's but? also a real bargain at 159 so um yeah it's i mean Catherine's making a lot of good points here that's true we're saving you money yeah um and having worked did you ever work in fast food uh, um I, I i work i, I flip burgers but not like for a chain but yeah yeah probably close enough what does that even mean what are you talking about? What? You <laughs> like it was? Burgers, it was not for. A, what are you talking about? Like not for a
1: national chain. Like it was for a small like roadside hamburger joint. Okay, so it was yeah. up for like yeah. So you sold soda? Actually, we no, we sold milkshakes.
0: Where was this place? I don't think
1: we had soda. Was this down in uh down in Lewis County? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we didn't have. I don't know if they had the technology for soda machines. That's <laughs> not that's not true. This place. It was just it was just a roadside. It was only open during the summertime and. uh yeah. Anyway, wh- where I, where did you work? I worked at Roundtable Pizza.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. I was a pizza worker, as I knew my daughter that. calls me, <laughs> which sound, makes it sound real dirty. Swinging the czar. <laughs> the other day we were talking about something and she's like, you've had so many jobs. Like, I've had the same job. I've worked for the same organization for 17 years. Um, and so like when, when she says, I've had so many jobs, it's was like, I was a kid right I that's do what you go do to a lot of jobs when you're a kid um yeah you, you get a new job every year yeah and she laughs so hard at every time she talks about when i worked in roundtable because she's like when you were a pizza worker uh, <laughs> wow yeah it's just like the meaning it's like why are you talking to me that way i'm your father um and uh but when we we, we knew how cheap the soda was mm-hmm. and like when we made it so that you, I was there when they made the switch so so that you could get refills. Like they put the soda dispenser, they turned it around on the counter and said, we trust you with this. (laughs) It's a lot of power. Yeah. And we were just like my boss Merle was just like, oh man, we're still making so much money. Every time somebody goes up to that thing, I just hear money, money, (laughs) money, 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 money. Um, And so, yeah, it, it costs nothing. And you can get, if you can get people into your store with a big soda and then spend tons of money on beef product, you're just like, yeah, do it. So anyway, um, yeah. Get, so a, get, a, get a soda machine, kids. That's what we're
1: saying. Moral of this story is get a soda machine. Coke Forget Zero. Lemonade stands. Just go out to the side of the road with a soda machine.
0: That's probably not a bad idea. No. No. It's what we do here you know what listener find a way like dinosaurs in jurassic park um so then uh as they're continuing this meeting lover girl they oh, yeah. also uh talk about how you know if consumers should have the right catherine says consumers should essentially have the right to drink what they want but we do provide healthier options like water zero <laughs> and let's like yes let's talk about this because it sounds like there's zero calories but in fact it has 300 calories and that's, uh, catherine's like well. The zero stands for how much water is in it, which is zero. (laughs) So it's totally true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so if you want zero calorie water, water, try diet water, zero light. It only has 60 calories. (laughs) So, um, yeah, which is so funny. And uh, so then as they're wrapping up this meeting, uh, Catherine says that, look, there are restaurants here. This bill is going to affect them. They're probably going to have to lay off about 100 people, which I don't know how they could estimate that. Because the people of Pawnee will pay the dumb tax because they want their sugar. They want their sugar. Yeah. Um, and the tax is going to be like a couple cents, right? It's not going to, it's not going to lead them to bankruptcy. So she's trying to like create a tension point here because Leslie doesn't want, she's a new council person. She doesn't want to lose uh job, people to lose their jobs. And then she lose voters um and so this is a this is a problem um and so now leslie and ann are like well she's bluffing we can't know but then cuts to the next day and there's a headline leslie nope soda tax forces massive layoffs no this is the press release that's going out uh that will go out if they do it and like they the press release itself is like this is happening which it's not um but this is how lobbyists work um and Leslie's response is to eat some of the sugar from the giant bat that Ann has given her. Um, so, um, so yeah, so they try to figure out what to do um, and they decide to have a, a town forum, which is always the best idea because Leslie mm-hmm. wants to hear from the people. Yeah. Do you need this? Do you want it? Yeah. And she's like, I proposed this, this bill, this tax, but I'm not sure if I like, I want to hear from you. It's your town. What do you want to do? Um, and, uh, so one of the first people to speak talk says that I work at Colonel Plumps and word around the slop trough is <laughs> they're talking about laying people off. Um, and so people are like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's not good. And then another person is like, my husband started drinking those giant sodas and he gained a hundred pounds in three months. Consequently, we haven't had sex in 10 years. <laughs> Wait, man, <laughs> is like, I thought you just started this in three months. It's like, we have a lot of other problems. <laughs> Uh so town forums. Yeah. Uh and then uh, a dude stands up and says, All taxation is theft. So if you can tax me, then I should be able to do this. And he grabs a woman's um, purse and unless he knows this guy, Grover, <laughs> give the purse back. And he's looking in it and it's like, There's a lot of pill bottles in here. <laughs> and the lady yes. is just like smiling, like, yes. <laughs> yes, there are. Uh and so uh, back to the town forum. It goes away to some other stuff, it goes back to the to- town forum and uh and then another person says, What's next? Income tax? And Les like, are you not paying your income tax? Um, And this guy is in town forums often. um, And he's like, whether I pay income taxes, none of the government's business. And they're like, well, actually it is. Um, And so I was like, well, you don't know my name or what I look like. So good luck. (laughs) Then another guy uh, stands up, says we should tax all bad things like racism and women's vaginas. (laughs) So those are the two bad things. Um, And uh, Anne's like, we're not taxing anyone's genitals. And I was watching this this morning before my daughter went to school and she was like how'd they even do that i was like i don't know (laughs) Um, that's that was hey that was my question as well like wait how's that work so this guy uh is like all right then let's get out of here and like a bunch of old old men leave with this this person and one of them one of them had one of the giant punch burger sodas yes yeah um and so then they decide to do a straw poll and hold up a green if you agree or a red if you disagree and that basically it's like we do think this ha- half and half sake they it will get help the people be healthier but also think it is unfair to consumers so it was completely useless like most polling um i like that they did a straw poll for the soda tax that's funny i didn't even think of that because they weren't using straws it would have been better if they were using straws <laughs> like green straws and red straws and then mm-hmm. give them all to the sea turtles They need help drinking the water. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. Uh, (laughs) All right. We do not condone killing sea turtles with straws. No. There's better ways to do that. (laughs) Oh, Jeremy. Straws (laughs) straws take forever. You are are quite the heel today in WWE terms. (laughs) You have turned you've turned my friend. <laughs> so, um, all right. So the, it comes back to the actual, uh, council meeting and, uh, they, Leslie's been super stressed. Um, and, uh, and so she, to help her couldn't sleep. So, uh, she got up early at five and went to punch burger for a pick me up and couldn't decide what soda she wanted. So she put an almond into one cup and you know, it tastes like disgusting. So, okay. go oh, no, hold on. Yes, this is okay. Go good. Um, what what do you call it? What do I call it?
1: Yeah. What do you call so so when we've had this discussion with people, when you go to the all you can drink soda fountain uh, before they had the cool touchscreen ones, and you could get anything you wanted, like when uh, round table pizza turned the soda yep. machine around, yep, and you can get your own refill, and you had ultimate soda power, yeah, and you could you you could mix and match, which is just insane to me, but then somebody says. What if you did them all? What would that taste like? All of them. Mm-hmm. Diet included. Yeah. Diet included. The T1. Sure. Power. Sure. Right. I mean, I, I mean, we're getting down the road, but like back in the day, there wasn't even diet. So it was like, so, you know, what? Yeah. So regionally, I don't know if there's a regional thing or if it's just, I don't know what kids you hung out with, but there's lots of different names
0: for mm-hmm. that. What, mm-hmm. what did you guys call it? My circle of, of smart people, intellectuals we called it a graveyard. What did you call it? I I too called it a graveyard. Okay. Uh, um I have heard other people call it a suicide. A suicide. Yeah. And when I heard first heard somebody call this a suicide, I got very sad. Yeah. Like because... why why would you call it that? But then I was thinking about it like why were we calling it a graveyard? And so my rationale now, I think I've thought about it since then, uh, is I call it a graveyard because there's one of everything in there, <laughs> like a graveyard. <laughs> All and the suicide of people in there. And I think the suicide
1: is because you had this one chance for a soda and you chose to make it disgusting. Yeah. You killed your shot. You, you killed your shot.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm glad we had this conversation. There's so also was, in the in the South, I think. And they call it what? In the South, go. Nothing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, that's funny. In the South, that's it. And, um, yeah, I just, I can't. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we squared this away. Listener, let us know. Do you know other terms for this? Uh, email us. Parksandconversation at gmail.com. Also include what <laughs> other movies you'd like Sinbad to be in. And uh, it'll be good. So, um yeah, so Anne asks her, like, "What are you gonna do? How Are you gonna vote?" And she's like, "I don't know. If I vote for the tax, then you know they want. They might try to recall me. If I vote against it, I might be betraying my own bill." And uh, and then she starts talking about floating in this giant river of ambiguity. I'm under a warm waterfall of uncertainty. And Anne's like, "Do you just have to pee, Robby?" It's like, "Yes." Um. <laughs> so because you drank all that soda, um. But she's lost her way, and so she's not sure what to do. And so they start they cut to the scene where they vote and hauser votes i and uh and then it gets to leslie and uh leslie throws up in what is i think the most effective throw-up scene that i have seen in a long time (laughs) because it's not over the top right but you can definitely tell like vomit is coming out of her face right like she's doing (laughs) she's really selling it It's not just like gagging, uh, but like there's there's some noise that goes along with throwing up. Um, Yeah, those were my notes in that scene. (laughs) It's like this is a really good job. My thing is, why is throw up scenes? Why are throw up scenes so funny? (laughs) Uh, Because we all do it and we all don't want to do it. (laughs) It's it's throwing up. They're just so so funny. I don't know why. (laughs) Well, like stand by me. But the, the bar I think it is imprinted in us <laughs> in, at a young age. Like, this is awesome.
1: <laughs> I just think of Chunk in Goonies when he's telling the story. <laughs> yes. And, yes. And,
0: and they, the, uh, um,
1: oh, the something Ellie's, I can't remember the first part of the names. They, they start gagging and wanting to puke too. Yeah. <laughs> just just like in the story. It's so
0: good Fr-
1: fratelli's. That's right.
0: Um, yeah, I, I like, uh, I I think part of it is like, we know how embarrassing and awful we feel when we are about to throw up and as we are throwing up, but we also know how awesome it is. Those 30 seconds after you throw up, Right? we're like, Oh, finally, I you have it again. And
1: you have no control. I mean, it is just, it it is everything laid out bare to the universe.
0: (laughs) Like it is just, this is happening. Yeah and listener, if you're getting queasy right now, <laughs> um, sorry, but I, I have been, I think I have like a really good over the top throw up noise. Like <laughs> that, like I can just do like, as like imitation that one, I'm actually throwing up. Um, I think I'm really good at it, but it's too much to be believed in a situation. Like what Leslie's going through right now. And so it's like, you know, if I were in this, this role, I probably would have gone too far. Um, and if you, if you ever run into me, just ask. Can you do your throw up noise? And I'll be like, "Who are you?" Uh, <laughs> and then oh, Parks and conversation saying, <laughs> uh, like, "Oh, oh, 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 yeah, okay." Uh, and then I'll uh, I'll go for it. Jason's number one party trick. <laughs> well, I don't go to a lot of parties, and I don't know why. That's why it's your <laughs> only. That's a, it's your best party trick. You know, I tried to learn card tricks, um, card card tricks like oh. sleight of hand, card tricks and stuff, um, and that didn't really do any any good. And so um yeah so i'm gonna stick with the the the, the throat noise uh, like wh- where am
1: i gonna use these card tricks
0: <laughs> yeah i sometimes i don't even have any cards on me but i always have my throat and my face so always i can make the noise um so yeah so she throws up and calls for a recess and i love her response She tried to plays a goal like gentlemen it appears that i may have fallen ill and then she's like <laughs> Maps might I suggest that we have a and then throws up again. Can we take a recess with her head in the garbage can? (laughs) Um which I love. Um so yeah, so she's a hot mess and they're like, I don't know what to do. I feel like I'd barfed up a gallon of sugar water. I'm a mess. Uh and they're in this recess and then everything just seems upside down. And I just am not I was used to be so sure of myself, now everything's different. And then Jerry comes in, his only scene in the whole episode where he's like saying are stuck together do you guys know how to dissolve super glue <laughs> and it's just like well not everything's different so um which is a good deployment of jerry and so then leslie goes to ask ron what to do um and ron's first response is did you get that soda refill i asked for um still no no and uh and so you know, she's like Leslie. Leslie's saying like, I have to go back and vote in twenty minutes. I don't know what I'm going to do. And Ron's like, you'll figure it out. And he's like, it, they might want to fire me. And Ron's response is, I tried to fire you. Um, and Leslie cut, doesn't believe him. Um, but he's like, Here, look at your file. And there were four different times that Ron tried to fire Leslie. Um, and uh, and Leslie is unbelieved, uh, is not believing all of this, and um and she says like why do i don't understand why were you trying to fire me and she says he drove me crazy but i decided that i would rather have somebody who was had conviction than somebody who was just kissing up um and so he he withdrew all of his attempts to fire her because she knows what she believes and she stands up for for what she believes and uh and so it's like oh this is nice ron Ron recognizes, yes, they're very different, but they need each other. So, um, as she's trying to figure out what to do, Ron says, uh, Here, take this compass. All great adventurers need one. Um, my question is, why does he have a compass in his desk? I, is he getting lost? Why does he have a landmine? I mean, who knows? Well, we will know why he has a landmine <laughs> later. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But, um, which is so great. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, yeah. So Leslie's like, Thank you. But as far as all this fire and stuff goes, I won't forget and I will never forgive you. And Ron's like, There you are. <laughs> there she is. Um, and so then it cuts back to the council and Leslie votes in favor, strongly in favor, measure passes. Um, and yes, she knows that um this is a, this was a risk, but she voted her conscience and she believes the lady is totally bluffing. Um, but uh yeah. Point of order here, the
1: Jeremy Jam counselor is not the Jeremy Jam that we will come
0: to know and absolutely love. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a mystery. Where does Jam come from? So when when will he show up? We'll see. Probably really soon. Um, so yeah. Anything else from that that first arc? No. All right. Second arc. So it's we'll just see. other other than
1: it's just a big setup arc. Mm-hmm. It's just a yeah. big setup, up plot device, right? Second arc. We go. are we're
0: looking at Chris and uh, Andy and Tom. They're trying to get Andy in shape for the police officer training, mm-hmm. um, or police officer tryouts. Uh, and so uh, Chris and Tom come in to try to help him work out. And Donna's like, "Where are you guys working out?" And uh, Chris <laughs> says, "The community college." And she's like, "Super into like watching yeah. people work out at nice. the vibe." And uh, and she's like, "Where are you going?" And the community college is like, "Man, it's too far." <laughs> So, um, and so the, uh, so it goes to a talking head with Andy talking about, uh, everything he has to do. Um, and he says like, you have to be able to run two miles in under 25 minutes. It's like, that's a typo, right? I mean, that's humanly impossible. Um, and then Chris responds, when you are able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. And Tom's hypes him up. Anything is possible. <laughs> so, so then they go out to uh the track and we see Chris and Andy running and Tom is in a pace car uh because uh, yeah, of course he is. He spent all kinds of money to get a pace car uh for Andy's pace, which is not fast. Um and so they're going 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 and Andy looks like he's trying so hard and uh, and he's not moving very fast at all. And I used to run a lot. And I've done half marathons. And uh, at the end of my first half marathon, my kids were there. My wife was there. And they, I saw them and they were waving at me. And I was like, I'm going to really impress them with how fast I'm going to move right now. And I, I gave it my all at the end of that 13.1 miles. Um, and I, I, I felt proud of my accomplishment. And then somebody showed me the video of me running the end <laughs> of the thing. <laughs> and it was not unlike Andy in this scene. <laughs> So <laughs> it was so sad. It was just so sad, um, and so I felt him. I felt it in my bones, um, and uh, and so and, uh, and Andy's response is like, "It's still horrible. I'm gonna die." He starts taking off his shirt and he lays down on the track, um, and uh, and Tom's like, "What are you doing?" Um, and and Chris is like, "It's not. Now's not the time for criticism." What was his time? Is twenty minute, twenty nine minutes, forty three seconds, uh, which is not bad for the first time like for the shape andy's in to try to run that far like this is like dude you should be like stoked you're not that's, far from where you that, need to be that's eight laps yeah and like that's a lot yeah but his response here is i'm never gonna be a cop i'm gonna have to be a robber <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so andy's like oh come on hang in there i'm gonna go drive around in my pace car and Chris is like, I'm proud of you, not because of what you did, which was terrible, but because of what I'm going to be able to get you to do. I'm so proud of me. <laughs> and he's like, thanks, man. Me too. <laughs> we have so much work to do. <laughs> I'm so proud of me. So, um, yeah. So then next time we see this crew, uh, Tom has a talking head. We're talking about his modifications to the pace car, speaker system, Mad Men bar, iPod dock, orange racing stripe uh to as a homage to han Luis nissan in fast and the furious tokyo drift heck yeah um and N- there's N- no one has noticed <laughs> so uh because it's dumb um do you watch the fast and the furious movies yes you do you, like you've seen all of them i've not i haven't seen all of them i've missed the last two i think all right because they, wow. they just started they started getting ridiculous so when we talk Fast and Furious, then, are you also into the Hobbs and Shaw? No. Like, spinoff? I haven't, no. I haven't seen those either. That's okay. just too far, man. Come on. All right. I mean, really, though, what's the difference between this and the Marvel movies?
1: They're yeah, both, it's just,
0: they're superhero movies for cars. Yeah, they're both thoroughly ridiculous. Um, but it's one of those things that, like, I would watch them. But I also don't want anybody to know I'm watching them. Oh, it's great. It's just, it's entertainment, man yeah okay
1: thank it's you okay. so I'll i won't it, I, I won't judge you somebody else oh, will
0: i'm not gonna talk about it publicly yeah, right right uh, that's what am i some kind of creep um anyway so um yeah There's a good if you if if you look it up
1: like it's actually a pretty good uh pretty good rep uh replica you did yeah. a good job
0: it's going look like uh like the car yeah i don't understand why he would want to do that but there's a lot of things about tom i don't understand <laughs> So um, so yeah, so Chris is trying to keep motivating him, keep him going, and he asks, like, why are you doing this for? He's like, For me and April, I think she's awesome. I love her, she's all I care about in the world. And Chris is like, Yes, 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 all of this, love and family, what else? And he's like, Nothing at all. And then <laughs> Chris, Chris explains why he exercises, which is was because when he was a baby, he had a rare blood disorder. Suppose that he need to feel like his body was in tip top shape so it doesn't destroy me, leaving me to die alone. <laughs> it's sadder and sadder as he's saying this and it's like great you got yours i got mine let's go run till i buke (laughs) so um this leads to sadness in andy um and so uh chris well and chris yeah so he's like all right let's do this New, new new chris spiral yeah uh so he's like why do you run i run for april i run for love um and uh andy takes off like tom's like all right play is on your mark boom go and andy takes off and and Chris uh, is like, it doesn't move at all. <laughs> it just lays he down lays down. Like, down like Andy did. Um, and his response is, uh, there's something wrong with my body. My legs aren't working. I'm broken. I need to go to the hospital right away. Um, zero. it's so, season doesn't it even matter. Yeah. So, really, so zero to, to nihilist in, in 60 yeah. seconds. Yes. Because Chris is a creature of extremes. Um, And so they come back to him staring out the window in his office and Tom and Andy come and like, hey, did you find everything? Um, And uh, Chris said the tests and blood work came back and the news is terrible. They found nothing. The silent killer. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, no. (laughs) I think Andy thought like nothing exists in him. (laughs) They found nothing. Like they took my blood and there was no blood. <laughs> <There's nothing. laughs> I took it, but there was nothing. There's nothing in it. Yeah, just water zero, <laughs> which has zero water. <laughs> um, and so Tom's like, that means everything's okay. So why didn't you come? And Andy, or you know, Chris is tr- in this doom loop that he's in, and and Andy's like, yeah, you should have been there. I hit my minimum requirement. um champion. <laughs> you want the band name minimum requirement? No doom loop. Doom loop. Yeah, um, I bet there's probably already like a Norwegian metal band called Doom Loop. <laughs> Although Minimum <laughs> Champion is a pretty great name too. Yes, it is. Minimum Minimum Champion. It's like uh, an emo. That's a great emo band name. Yeah, and you barely try. Like everything's turned down to like the lowest volume. Nothing rhymes. Yeah, they don't even try. <laughs> it's just a blank CD. <laughs> 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 but
1: it's a burned one too it's not even like it,
0: yeah it's burned with just noise like room noise
1: right yeah but it, no it's like it's just a sony cdr that, that yeah, they got a yeah. 100
0: pack from costco right and right. they duplicated room noise <laughs> but they have different tracks of room noise so exactly this like, the, my like, living room is my bathroom this is, bathroom. Yeah, house, is what right? this is what the living room sounds like bathroom sounds like kitchen sounds like the that's garage. too much that's too much effort already that's just that's a concept album. But then you can imagine, like you say, they like, well, why did you put any of this effort? It's like, well, I want you to imagine the rest of it. <laughs> right. This is where I was really, really sad. hmm Yeah. <laughs> I was sad that the CD's not going to sell anything, and I invested $25. Um, the cover art is not even, doesn't have anything on it. It's just the, they just turned the Sony cover thing, you know, with like the red and the blue and the space age graphics, just yeah. turn it around. So it's white. Um, <laughs> I think this is not a terrible
1: idea My, Mine would be like They they just get a whole bunch of those, those family Like the the inserts that they put in picture frames That are mm-hmm. somebody else's family And it says mm-hmm. by 8 by 10 And they just cut those
0: out and put it in <laughs> You know like, what they should do <laughs> they, they they should, this no, is a real. No. This is a real band I think we should start a Patreon um, <laughs> But it should be like The house right And <laughs> It's rooms, and then the the only text on the cover is music or sounds to browse Zillow by.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do this. And you know you know your host
0: when your parents give it to you because they're like you need to leave. <laughs> yeah, is is this the kind? Or they, if they find it in your room, is this the kind of stuff you're into? <laughs> I'm just so disappointed in you. Um you know, mom, I'm watching Fast & Furious. I'm watching Fast and & Furious and browsing Zillow properties. Those don't even have buildings on them. I looked at I looked at property at the coast <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. Just like cuz you know, it was uh, you know, it was a time where I was like I I should really plan a vacation. I love going to the coast. Um and then I was like I should just buy something. Just every time, every, every time. time, like I every should buy time. some property out here. and Man, we come here once a year. We should really, really invest in a property. <laughs> I should live out here. Um, but uh, the now Zillow is sending me emails every day about empty lots. It's like <laughs> you may be interested in this. It's like, oh, look at all that grass. What are those trees? Anyway, um, you have yeah, a sand, so, You have a sandbox. Basically. Um, anyway. So Andy's like, I'm, I need to, you know, uh, keep going here. Uh, and Chris is like, everything is meaningless. This is the contrast that's happening. And so uh, Andy does a run for some more laps and he leaves. And while Andy's gone, Tom's like, hey, man, I know maybe he, Andy's right because, you know, Andy's running because he's got a family and you're thinking about how you don't have one. Um, and every time something goes wrong, you spiral like crazy. So maybe you should see a therapist. And I hope I'm not out of line. Right. And, uh, and then Chris is like, no, you're, you're absolutely in as in line as a person can be. Um, and, uh, he decides at this moment that he needs to, he agrees. I need to see a therapist. And he comes back. He's like, what was my time? Tom says, I don't know. 43. <laughs> to which Andy's response. New record. Um, it was actually, it was actually 31. Oh, wow. So, so. good. So, it goes to a cut a talking head of chris talking about how he's always tried to achieve external goals um but now he needs to climb the mount everest of his mind <laughs> <laughs> so this sets up a conversation or a, a, an arc where we see chris in therapy um meeting dr chris, uh dr nygaard the guardians the fan theory is chris is dr nygaard <laughs> so um I, let's see if we note that uh, in the future. Um, yeah. So I love this arc. That l- the little arc there, just Andy's shift in motivation and Chris's contrary shift in demotivation um, just makes me laugh. So, all right. Now, my favorite of this arc, which has had the most shaping of my life, um, in April and Ben are in DC, and Leslie sent them care packages, uh, including waffle mix jj diners mug new pajamas a lot of stuff and then ben sees a little note box one of 12 and there's more boxes coming uh april gets uh, a gift from andy as well and so a stuffed three-legged dog to remind him of champion and also a note saying you're way better at laundry than me can you please (laughs) do mine and send it back to me (laughs) (laughs) um thanks love you mount rest rules mount mouse rat rules um and then p.s please hurry i've been wearing a bandana as underwear for three days now and there's a picture of him just in bandana and no, under- and no underwear um, and uh ben note rightly notes it's horrifying and april's response is i love him so much
1: <laughs> i uh, love how much effort andy took to send his laundry and and take a picture of himself in a bandana yeah
0: And he probably did it because he knew Leslie was paying for all this freight. anyway. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So it's like, let me just get this in here. So yeah. Um, Oh man, that is really, uh, it's a great open. Um, (laughs) Andy, I I just love that Chris Pratt is willing to do these kinds of things as well. Like, yeah, (laughs) Chris, will you wear this bandana, uh, for a photo that will be on screen for less than one second? (laughs) And he's like, absolutely. I will.
1: Chris, will you strip down your underwear and lay down on the track for the scene?
0: Absolutely, I will. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's just all in 100% like a golden retriever. Um, So, all right. So then next scene in the DC office, Ben comes out uh, going over everybody's reports and he's just very frustrated with the consistency of fonts. Um, And so he wants consistent font usage. Uh, and April's like agreeing with him. And so he lays down the law times new Roman across the board. No <laughs> Geneva, no Garamond, definitely no papyrus. And pa- April's like papyrus. Are you kidding me? There's no place for that in a professional office setting. It's, it's true. You guys absolutely true. Seriously. Um, yeah. And so uh, Ben has been just super annoyed with these interns because they're not performing. And he's like, they need to be whipped into shape in a talking head. And he's like, and they don't worry about that. They call me Devo cuz I can whip them good. And as he's saying is like that's not great <laughs> what I just <laughs> said. Um, so yeah, and then gets back to the office he's like obviously make sure the content's perfect too. Oh, and 12 point font. 13's just obnoxious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you so, if you've never seen Ryan Gosling's SNL sketch about papyrus, do yourself a favor and look it up. It's absolutely hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's it is arguably one of the best snl digital shorts um probably ever he's like because it's talking about the avatar (laughs) branding it's like it's just papyrus they paid a graphic designer to put this together but why why papyrus and when he's driving down the street and he looks into an apartment and he sees kyle mooney i think it's kyle mooney Yeah, it was straight at him and going papyrus. It's so good. (laughs) So good. I think, I think, uh, everybody else could leave SNL probably. And if Keenan Thompson and Kyle Mooney stayed forever, I would be happy. Sure. They're the best, the best. Um, all right. So then, uh, Ben confronts Ellis, um, Asking about uh, putting the pictures up on the website, and Ellis, one of the interns, responds like, "Oh yeah, I started doing them." <laughs> uh, and uh, he's like, "Well, are you going to finish?" He's like, "Oh, later, man." And he leaves. And uh, and then uh, Ben looks uh, as he's walking back. He sees a poster that somebody had made of him, a caricature with a stick up his butt. And He pulls it down, and he's very frustrated. Uh, and April then says, I think you really look good, except for the stick up your butt. Uh, <laughs> did, and, didn't the stick say font? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so then uh, Ben is like, who do you think did it? Was it Nathaniel Ellis? Then don't respect me. Um, and then April's like, well, maybe you should loosen up on the font stuff and everything in general. Um, and so Ben is like, they're totally replaceable. I'm their boss. I should just fire them. So he calls Jen, who's his boss. And says, I'm having a problem with these interns. Uh, and uh, and then he finds out that they're super connected to Congress people, the secretary of defense, Donald Rumsfeld, um, Ben Bernanke, the head of the federal uh, reserve at one point, Um, all of these people are super connected. So instead of firing them, he's going to try to kiss up to them. And uh, so then he cuts back and, he's throwing a pizza party so guess what is in these boxes everybody pizza that's right everybody chill out take a pizza break on me uh and this is where he gets super cringy yeah um because
1: yeah adam scott at his best is when he's either nervous or trying way too hard to be cool yes
0: so he comes to ellis he's like ellis what's up my mail <laughs> 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 oh, oh oh uh uh it broke that broke me the first time i saw it what's up my mail i have never heard anybody talk to anybody about in that way what's up my mail have you i mean no it sounds like mammal what's up my mail oh it dry it drove me crazy um and uh and then uh he sees that ellis is looking at a, a picture of ultimate frisbee on his computer he's like hey did you play ultimate? And he's like, yeah. intramural at Georgetown is like, dude, so did I in college. Um, and April's response is, you guys should get married. Um, <laughs> and so then man has the great idea. Let's, uh, let's play tomorrow in the park. And he invites everybody to come and, uh, do some, uh, <laughs> this is what he says. We should lock down some tight disc grabs. in my right? elbows bones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, um, and so he's, invites everyone tomorrow morning, pre-work ultimate in the park. Everyone's invited. What do you say? Let's do it to it, my dudes. <laughs> Which again, <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's do it to it, my dudes. Um, so I say this all the time when it, that is one that always like, when it's like tech, we got to do some chores around the house. We got to do something that nobody really wants to do. I'm going <laughs> to try to motivate how's the how's the reaction mixed mixed <laughs> <laughs> so let's do it do it my dudes and then uh c- cuts to them the next day in the park and ben is hyping everybody up um and uh you know my favorite lines here are someone awesome happens he says someone please tell me we code that moment <laughs> uh yeah rock to that scuba yes <laughs> that's that's my favorite right there <laughs> rock, rock that hundred 100 is a scoober i don't know um and then uh april uh he asked what what's the score and april says a thousand to seven um yeah so it's going great going great uh and then come back in and into the office and ellis is uh in the coffee. in the break room it looks like and Ben comes in and he tries to do the Rob Schneider making copies from SNL (laughs) SNL. Yeah. He calls him elbow El Chupacabra drinking coffee. (laughs) And Alice just like totally confused and doesn't know what's happening. Um, and so it's like, ah, that's, it's from 40 years ago. No, mind. Um, and, uh, so he's like, that was really fun. He's like, yeah, wow. And then Ben sees another poster, uh, of him with a stick up his butt, but this time playing ultimate. And so he's like, yes, Ellis, did you draw that? And I was like, no, I didn't. But uh, it comes to find out that Ellis says, I think your daughter did it. <laughs> and he's like, what? And he's like her points at April. And he's like, April's not my daughter. <laughs> she's my friend. Does everyone think she's my daughter? Um, and April's just like, sorry, dad. <laughs> I love the waves of like, just everything
1: that's dawning on Ben at the same time. Like Ellis didn't do it. April did it. The betrayal, but wait, everyone thinks she's my daughter. Like all all three of these things at the same time.
0: Yeah. It's a definite pile on. So, yeah. So he's upset. He's frustrated. And we cut to him in his office and April comes in and he's like, here's that report you wanted, boss. And it's got 30 fonts on it. (laughs) And so, um, and, and April's trying to make a joke to win Ben back over He's like, "Do you like?" It? He's like, "Yeah, it's hilarious." Um, and so she says, "I'm. I drew those pictures. I'm sorry. I was just messing around." And Ben was like, "Look, I take this job seriously. support to me, and you should take it seriously because I asked you to come here because I thought you'd enjoy it, and you just need to give at least fifteen percent effort." First <laughs> <Most> response: twelve <12%. laughs> percent, fifteen. Oh, this is not a negotiation. <laughs> um and so april agrees to 15 percent.
1: when he pays her this compliment too he says like i i thought you could not just because you'd enjoy it but you're smart as well right right like you can do
0: this yeah so it's a chance for april to get out of Pawnee, which she's expressed like she wants like uh, she hates Pawnee. yeah and so like get out of town Get a new experience, grow in uh in her understanding of government and politics and all this stuff. Like it's a great opportunity for her. Uh, and so it was very kind of Ben to invite her to to his team. Um yeah. So she agrees to give 15%. Um, and then the uh the credit scene, we see a transformed April. So Ellis is on the phone and says, Yeah, I love cupcakes. And April grabs his cell phone and says, Ellis hates you, and he has herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and he's like, what's your problem? I just love April so much here. She says, my problem is you smell us. Ben told you to finish the website. And if you don't do it, I swear to God, I'm going to murder you in your sleep. I know where you live. 14th street, right? I'm going to get a melon baller and scoop out your eyes and eat them. And your Congressman uncle is going to have to buy you a dog to drag your eyeless face around. Do you understand me? And Alice, yes, do it and then she leans in and delicately kisses him on the forehead (laughs) (laughs) it's a different management style yeah and then sees this from his office yeah so and it's like all right that's 15 percent right i'd hate to see 100 (laughs) right yes um yeah that's uh um okay sorry i i was just looking at my my notes here and in the text field at the bottom of this it says dig 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 and i don't know why dig over and over again so uh got distracted
1: <clears throat> yeah that's, so when that's, andy, that's when
0: andy was trying to cross the finish line maybe he needed to dig deep. dig deep um yeah maybe that's it so uh yeah so this was a this was a fun one
1: yeah, there are a lot of good jokes um, The as far as like the arc and the plot and everything. I like, kind of already talked about it. Yeah, it's not really it's, it's kind of, I guess, kind of self-contained. But at the same time, you know, some of the like Ben and April stuff. But this one is just kind of a bridge one. You know, it's like a stepping stone episode to a, the larger arc for this, the series. Right. Um, I do think it's interesting that we had one episode where Leslie is the city council person without any major drama. And now in the second episode, she's being recalled <laughs> or or the the first inklings of her recall is, has come up.
0: Yeah. Well, it's not going to be, I mean, art imitates life in a lot of different ways. One of the ways that we're going to see this in our own life again is every new presidential election, they're going to say, you need to impeach this president like day, like no, January 22nd. <laughs> impeach impeach the president because now we've we've realized how easy it is to impeach a president twice in one term sure <laughs> so it's not it's it should just be on the it should just be on the ballot
1: like yeah. before Me, they're yeah. even would you like to vote in him as impeached
0: already <laughs> <laughs> let's just save some time here that's right i i hate this guy it's a prepay impeachment right impeachment pre-peachment impeachment Okay, i think we have a lot of good ideas here yeah. so yeah just, listener what were you gonna say what i was, was gonna, gonna ask you what you, like yeah
1: how, how did you i know you, you enjoyed this episode what'd you think
0: um yeah i think it's great i would like uh a spin-off. i know later on we're gonna get ben uh a little less political and more into board games um as his career choice uh but i also uh would love to see more of him playing ultimate <laughs> right maybe as an ultimate coach um like it would be a good uh it would be cool to see him and ellis like finally like come together as a unlikely pairing but they win the ultimate intramural championship between congressional interns i don't know like, <laughs> he's he's,
1: he's ellis's like coach lasso to to yes, ellis's to jamie jamie. Yes. To jamie. Yeah. yes
0: oh th- this was probably all the seeds for That first season of Ted Lasso. <laughs> we're right here. And Jason Sudeikis was watching it with, with the guy who plays beard and was like, Yeah, this is it, right? This is it. This is the magic we're looking for. Um, but could we do it without Ultimate, which is a, a sport maybe people don't know exists? It's like, Yeah. All right. What do we got? How about soccer? Another sport very few people know exists.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people know about that one. <laughs> we can make it popular. Yeah. Oh, you know, one of the other things I was thinking about for this episode, or maybe just the series in general, but this episode really highlights it. I felt is that outside of like the office, they they kind of did this with um, shoot Michael and oh, what's her face at the end of his arc, but like Holly? the couple Holly, yeah, like the couple they they survive. They're independent, like they have these independent lives, and yet they're like they're not super. Like Jim and Pam always kind of had to be together, uh-huh. which is fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. But I think this is one of those series where it's like with Ben and Leslie being apart, but being, you know, autonomous and and being able to kind of live their own lives and make their own decisions. I like I like that um Ben and April were away from their significant others and that wasn't the issue. Like that that didn't cause the problems, but uh-huh. it gave them independence to be their own character for a little bit. And I don't know why I just, I just noticed, that. I was like, uh, you know, they're, they're all their own, their own people and they don't have to have their significant other around in order to be who they are. So, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. 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 There, thoughts. You, go.
1: there you go. So what's
0: next? What's our, what's our next episode? Well, you know, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I did uh, just close my IMDB browser window down. So do you have it in front of you? Well, the good thing is, is like, as you're saying that you were buying me
1: time to get my IMDb open and, um, let you know that the next
0: episode is how a bill becomes a law. Wow. We should yeah. just watch this and the, uh, what is it? Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. Let's watch them both. Okay. I probably won't do that, but, uh, I think that's all on Disney plus. If you want to look at uh, schoolhouse rock, I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. So, yeah, that was yeah. my public school education: cartoons right. and film strips. <laughs> That's what it really was and half days. <laughs> oh man, I, I would kill for the amount of half days my kids get right now. <laughs> I was like sitting in school till three fifteen, just staring at the clock from one o'clock to three fifteen. Going, it can't be two more hours and fifteen minutes of this. Ah, uh, man! And then, and now they no. get half days. So many half days. And teacher in-service days, and I love teachers, but come on, man. <laughs> this many in-service days?
1: That's what it comes for. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Teach, you know, figure out how to teach on your own time, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why not? I take that. My my, my mom is a teacher, so, you know, I know. I, I'm not. I am for, I'm pro, te- we teach. I'm pro-teacher.
0: I am also pro-teacher. So, I'm like, semi pro teacher. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the yeah. minor leagues. I am. I am. So, awesome. I saw somebody on Twitter that being an adjunct is just like a really expensive hobby. <laughs> I'm like, how dare you say the truth so clearly? <laughs> so, I see myself in that tweet. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. All well, right. listener, we'll see y'all later. Um, I have to go get a child from not school. So.
1: Sounds good. Have fun.
0: All right. Talk to you later. Bye.